You're listening to. Whoa! Listening to Books and Bobo, a book club and podcast featuring books by Asian and Asian American authors. My name is Marvin Yu. And I'm Rira Yu. And on this episode of Books and Bobo, we'll be interviewing Dami Lee, the author and illustrator of the upcoming graphic novel slash memoir, Be Everything at Once, which is a collection of comics from Dami, who is a pretty prolific webtoon yeah. uh webtoon writer and creator. She is the creator of um As Per Usual, which is um a lot of the comics are in this book, uh, Be Everything at Once. She's also the creator of Illustrated Internet, where she illustrates tweets and funny things from the internet. And it's really great. And you can find those two comics on Webtoon, which is an app um, and also a website that's made by Line or Naver, I think. Same company, <laughs> same company. Yeah. Um, we talked to um, Dami about a lot of stuff about her background, about making the book, about the comics. She's also um, she's also a writer at The Verge, so she is a yeah. very talented lady who juggles a lot of things. Working professional creative, uh, we are very excited to talk to her. But before we get to the interview, don't forget that the Books and Boba Book Club pick for the month of July is "A Tale for the Time Being" by Ruth Ozeki. Hopefully you all are making uh, good progress. I have not started, so I need to get going. I've read maybe like the first three chapters, I think. How's I've it been act- so far? I've actually been listening to it, uh, and Ruth Ozeki is the narrator okay. for for it. So it's nice. been it's been like pretty interesting because <laughs> I don't listen to audiobooks usually, but um, just because of like time constraints, like I've been listening to it. Great. And it's it's been pleasant so far. I know people on our Goodreads forums and on Twitter, they're very excited to read it or it's their second time reading it because it's, cool. it's that great. Yeah. Yeah. And our August book club pick is Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. If you guys if did you not get head start, guess that already. Just in time for the August release of the movie. This will be another one of those times where I have watched the movie before reading the book. Um, so I will be bringing that perspective <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to the You can't club. see my face right now, but... Hmm. Um, but I'm excited to find... I've, I've had the book for a while now. It's been on my bookshelf for like at least a year. Oh, so it's been your pachinko, pretty much. Because yeah. like, I had pachinko for a year, <laughs> and it took me like a long time to actually open it. Yes, yes. Crazy Rich Asians is my pachinko. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and with that out of the way, here is our interview with Dami Lee, the author of Beat Everything at Once. And welcome back to Books and Boba. We are here with Dami Lee, the author and creator of be everything at once a graphic memoir yeah you <laughs> call it that memoir based on uh your life and also your your uh, uh just yeah. comics yeah. you know like four panel comics cool so at the start of this interview i need to say that i haven't read the book yet um uh, because rira has been hogging it 
I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, from all accounts, it's really, really good. So I'm excited to learn more about it. And I'm supposed to get my turn at it after this interview. So Yes, okay. that's why I brought it. <laughs> brought it because I couldn't hand it over to you uh, earlier. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I found it pretty relatable. I'm Korean American. Uh-huh. And uh, there were a lot of parts where I was like, wow, this is just my life. And <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear, like making this book, I guess. Um, I really just wanted more Korean Americans and like people who've had that experience of like going back to the motherland and feeling kind of like out of place to uh, relate to that. Um, I like growing up, I didn't really see uh, books that kind of like covered that kind of stuff. And um yeah, like I just I'm really interested in hearing like from other people like what they think of the book. Um mm-hmm. like putting comics on Instagram, um it's like kind of hard to see like people's reactions to it cuz most of the time it's just like like a like or like a LOL or whatever. It's like <laughs> it's there's not that much uh depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's I'm really interested to hear people's reactions. Yeah, there's like a uh, one comic in your book where um like it's you at like an American school and like the your classmates are like, oh, like she's such a fob. And uh-huh. then you go to Korea yeah. and then they're like, oh, you talk Korean with an accent. Yeah. And uh, pretty much the last panel in that uh, four four panel mm-hmm. comic is you can be both. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, true. Like, did you know like you're allowed <laughs> to be both? Like nobody ever. Yeah. Nobody says ever. It, says but, it. Yeah. Um, I know that you you were a three time immigrant. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were born in Seoul and mm-hmm. you immigrated to Texas mm-hmm. and then you were raised in California. Yeah, and uh, you went back to Korea yeah. a couple times. Mm-hmm. So we went back and forth uh, a couple times, and um, every time we'd like come back to America, I would be like, okay, like this is it. Like I'm not gonna like make any mistakes this time. Like I'm gonna, I'm better at English now. Like I can do things, and I'd like tell myself like not to mess up this time um so yeah i do think um you get a little bit better at america like every time (laughs) yeah it's like a learning thing when did you start um drawing yeah um i i've always loved to draw and um like i I would always like doodle like on on the edges of my workbooks and (laughs) um always had a pretty like active imagination um and i didn't really think of art as a like a real career like I didn't think I could you know make money from it or like you know and um like I always grew up thinking like a cartoonist is just something that you know people aspire to be or kids aspire to be like the same way the same way they aspire to be like Batman or like a bear um but yeah I didn't start drawing it um for real until like college um and even then it was just kind of like a thing I did to make money. <laughs> like it was, it was like um, so. Marvin and I, we both went to UCSD. Yeah, and uh, I was, I started drawing for the Guardian, which is like our, okay, our yeah, school yeah, newspaper. And I, um, like, there was a test where you, uh, it was basically to see if you could be an editorial illustrator or like a comics illustrator. Mm-hmm. So it means that you had like a layout uh, test or yeah, some sort, right? Um, I. I think I applied to be like their layout editor, which was like totally, you know, I not I was not qualified for. <laughs> but then I just like went in and they're like they gave me a newspaper and they were like, okay, you have to recreate this exactly in InDesign in one hour. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but then I just like tried to fake my way through it, like after an hour, 
I like gave it to them and they're like, yeah, this is bad. Um, <laughs> but I drew like a um, sample like comics strip for them and they're like, oh, like you could actually like do this. And yeah. um, they paid like $10 like per comic, which at the time I was like, yeah, well, yeah, like, <laughs> getting money for drawing. Yeah. Um, They'll pay for my Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> my Burger King. Yeah. Every day. We were just talking about how uh, <laughs> yeah. after I, cause I graduated a couple years before you, you mm-hmm. came in and in between that time they extended our like student center to include a 24 hour Burger King. And I was, I'm always glad they did that after I graduated because if that was there when I was there, I, I'd be dead. Yeah. I'd be dead right now. I had like a ritual. I would like go to Burger King and order the veggie burger. Oh, okay. And then I would take it to the eighth floor of Geisel. Geisel is our school um, library and it kind of looks, it looks like, like a, a spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> and they would say that like, it has, I think it has eight floors and each floor you go up, it gets quieter and quieter. Yeah. <laughs> I would like take my Burger King to the eighth floor and just kind of like crinkle all the wrappers and like eat my burger. <laughs> Um, and that's how you wreck the curve. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? We were, we were talking about uh, how you started drawing. Oh yeah, stuff. for the Guardian. Oh, yeah, I got really yeah. into burgers. Um, I know you were a you were a BuzzFeed uh, yeah. fellow for mm-hmm. for comics. How mm-hmm. how did that come about? Oh yeah. So after UCSD, uh, my parents wanted me to move back to Korea to live with them, and. At first, I was like, I really don't want to do that. Like, I've I haven't been back in like years, and like my Korean's not that good, so I resisted a lot at first, and then um, like I just decided to go because both of them were like getting older and like kind of sick. So I was like, oh, I should go and like be with them and be a good daughter. <laughs> and then we kind of had like a unofficial deal where I would like stick it out for three years, um, like see what life is like, and like work at a company there. Um, I had a job translating mobile games. Um, like I would look at all the translations and like make sure they're like not cr- too crazy and like uh, <laughs> from Korean to English. Yeah, Korean okay. to English, and a lot of the mobile games there are pretty strange. Um, like I worked on a couple that were like, oh, this is a fishing game, but there's also a love triangle. And <laughs> <laughs> so I would like look over the scripts and be like, what is happening? <laughs> but okay, and. After a couple of years of that, I was like, I don't really want to be doing this. And I don't know if I like, you know, like fit into well here. Um, but I mean, it was still like a great experience. Like, I really think that everyone should live, you know, outside their country, like at least once. Outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. At least. I yeah. can, I can't imagine working for like corporate Korea because right. like the culture there is like so yeah. strict yeah. and it's just steeped in patriarchy. Right. And- <laughs> yeah. I mean, thankfully, uh, my boss was like, he's actually pretty great. And, um, you know, he like, he really looked out for us. Um, I worked on like a global team full of like, like a team full of foreigners and we all kind of like got along together and um but i saw one day i saw like a job application um at buzzfeed was for like a new team they were creating called bff and it was just like a um, team full of like artists and comic people and um writers and i was like oh like this is like made for me like i've been uploading comics to tumblr like for a while now and i should apply and then like it happened really fast like we did the Skype interview and like everything happened in the span of like a week. And then I, I basically like packed all my bags and like left for New York. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I've been pretty happy ever since, <laughs> I <That's> think. <laughs> How have your, um, and this is something that we, <laughs> I hate asking, but have your parents come around to oh. like <laughs> making money at drawing pictures? Oh, well, so 
it's really interesting because um, in Korea, comics are a pretty like big industry there. Mm-hmm. Um, like line comics. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a company called Naver, which is like the equivalent of Google over there. And they have a platform called Webtoons. Okay. And they launched um, the English version of that in America a couple years ago. So I, I, I think I was just like in the right place at the right time. I like pitched them my comic and they were into it. Those are the ones you can read online, right? Yes. Okay. Like there's an app and like people are always reading comics like on the subway over there. Yeah. It's like really crazy. Um I may have binged one about like a ghost girl or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, the really scary like Halloween one. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Like I, I read me. a lot of webtoons. Yeah, and yeah, I use the app all the time. Yeah, no um, shame. <laughs> yeah, so my parents are. I think they're like pretty proud, like weirdly proud. I mean, that's cool. I mean, when you can show, like, it's it's important yeah. that they can show it off to people yeah, on like exactly. a, a platform that's popular, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Like, it kind of um, makes me a little bit sad when people talk about, like, how many followers, like, somebody has. Mm. Like, when they use it as, like, a measure of, like, your success. But my parents totally use it. <laughs> like, when they, like, show their friends, like, my Instagram. Mm. It's, like, kind of weird. It's, like, oh, that I just see that you you met, like, 10 years ago. He, like, follows you. I'm, like, whoa. <laughs> That's so, awesome. I, so I know that you have like a couple of webtoons. You have As Per Usual, mm-hmm. which is uh, a lot of those comics are in your book. Mm-hmm. And you also have Illustrated Internet. Oh, yeah. So how did uh, your each of those comics come about? Was mm-hmm. that just just something that you sat down one day and were like, mm-hmm. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to do this? Or was it like a more? Uh... Um, the Illustrated Internet is um, it was came about from the BuzzFeed BFF at first. It was an idea I had about, um, you know, like there's all this great uh, content online, like a lot of great jokes and like people are just like super funny online and I thought it'd be interesting to take like tweets and like Tumblr posts and like illustrate them as comics. Um, and my favorite one that I've done is the one on uh, on Twitter. There's this, it's like a parody of the Outcast song. Um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. And um um, this guy, Josh Nalvin, he did a tweet that was like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, I am four eels. <laughs> <laughs> and I illustrated that one. And actually what happened with that was I posted that to Reddit and my agent's husband actually saw that. And he was like, oh, like this would make like a good comic or, or this would make a good book. Mm-hmm. So she reached out to me and um, that's actually how I got like a book deal. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. So thanks to Reddit and <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. What was uh, what was your feeling when you got that call from like your agent saying, "Hey, you like yeah. you're gonna be able to publish a book." Yeah, it was very uh, surreal. Like she reached out and we had a meeting, and um, nothing really felt real until actually like I after I got the deal and like I started working on the book. It was like honestly like the busiest three months of my life. Like they only they only gave me like three months to work on the book and. I probably, like, could have asked for more time, but I kind of just, like, I'm very extreme and intense. And I was like, <laughs> I got to, like, finish this. Um, uh, so there's, I think there's, like, 160 pages in there, and, like, half of them are new comics, and half of them are, like, collections, like, from, as per usual, the Egg Girl. Um, so I tried to, like, f- kind of fit all those together, like, into a narrative. Um, so, like, starting with... Um, my family's like immigration experience mm-hmm. and going from like childhood to becoming an adult like in Korea and coming back to New York um, just like following my life's journey <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you um, what's your process in creating the 
comics because I know these are digital mm-hmm. instead of like pen and paper. Oh, yeah, I for sure cannot draw um, on pen and paper. Uh, well, I just kind of like make an outline of you know the thing I want to draw, and um, uh, I use like Clip Studio Paint, um, which is like a program a lot of like manga artists use. Um, yeah, that's basically. It. <laughs> yeah, I keep all my ideas like. In, in an app um, called Google Keep. It's kind of like a little <laughs> post-it app. Um, and a lot of times, like, I'll, like, jot something down and, like, look back at it a few days later. I'm like, what does this mean? Like, I don't remember writing this down. So, Rira, do you have any favorite parts of the book? Oh, I have. <laughs> I have so many. Like, um, there's one where it's just, like, I forgot what it was called, but mm-hmm. it was just like you going throughout your day. It's like worry, 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 oh, worry, yeah, worry, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like at midnight, it's like oh, I have an idea yeah. for for That's my work. Actually, exactly how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and then like right next to that comic was just like uh, being like oh, like I'll turn something on in the background, and oh. it was like the Great British Bake Off, yeah. and I was like yeah, I binged through that show like <laughs> so quickly yeah. along with Terrace House. It's oh yeah, like, <laughs> the good thing about the great british bake-off is you don't need subtitles for it whereas <laughs> for terrace house i do so um i can't like have terrace house on in the background while i draw yeah. um but yeah it's it's nice to have like something soothing on in the back so because of this book you're now headed to san diego comic-con mm-hmm. uh, as of this recording will be there how does that feel to be like invited to this big pretty yeah. much mecca of pop culture yeah it's pretty wild like um even though i went to college in san diego i never went to the Comic Con. We avoided it when we were yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought it was like kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But I'm super excited to go and like meet a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be <laughs> dressed up as Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited to dress up. Um, I also like packed the egg sweater with me. <laughs> um, I don't actually wear it um, like ever in public because I feel really weird about that. But <laughs> I thought like for Comic Con, might as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've been going to Comic Con for a couple years now, and it fe- I feel like there's more and more like Asian representation, mm-hmm. and for different things, mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. Um, yeah, I always I really wish more people would draw comics, like, <laughs> even if um, they're not like that good at drawing or. Um, I was telling my friend jokingly one day, I was like, honestly, like all it takes to make good comics is you just have to be a good person. (laughs) Like, I just think like it's, I find making comics easier than writing. And, um, it's just like for comics, I try to like condense the dialogue or, um, there's only so much you can fit into one panel, but I kind of like the challenge of like trying to fit like as much as I can into like one small sentence. Um, and I feel like that's a little bit easier to convey, you know, like all the emotions that I have. <laughs> have you been yeah. like, th- before you started making web comics, would you, mm-hmm. were you reading a lot of web comics or yeah. was comics a big part of your, right. your upbringing? Um, I, yes, I always loved reading comics, like especially going back to Korea um, when I was in third grade, I kind of had to like learn to brush up on my Korean and, how I did that was through um, reading like Pokemon comics, nice. um, just like reading, trying to read everything in Korean um, really helped me learn. Um, and especially like webtoons, um, there's like a lot of like great Korean comics that are out there. Um, one of them, one of my favorites, is called uh, Yamiyori, and she's, I think she's like around like my age, and um, 
like she draw or she makes a lot of like food, um, but it's like kind of like amateurish, <laughs> and and she documents the whole process, and it's like really funny. And I actually like reached out to her when I was in Korea. I was like, I really want to like meet you, and um, that's one of the great things I've discovered um, through doing comics is like how great of a community there is. Um, I it's just like I never really found like people like myself until I like started drawing comics Mm -hmm. um and uh I actually like (laughs) I've lived in New York for like three years but I'm still like kind of um you know trying to trying to get used to living there um (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about New York um a lot of it is bad but Mm. I do think that there's like a huge like vibrant like comics community like especially in Brooklyn um yeah it's a lot of fun like meeting other cartoonists out there the way my friend described to me is like you you put up you put up with living in New York for all the stuff you can do in New York right um so like it's it's you put up with the small apartments Mm -hmm. and the noise and everything for all the things that you know, especially as a young adult, it's mm-hmm. you you can put up with it, and it'll be you know, and focus on you know building a career and, mm-hmm. and totally like that. Yeah. yeah. There's actually a comic in your book where it's like my my feeling about New York on a good day, yeah. my feeling about New York on a bad day, and I'm I also went to school in New York, oh, okay. so I was like, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, especially coming from like California, especially coming mm-hmm. from San Diego mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Although Seoul probably is. Like similar, it is very similar, but it's a Um, lot cleaner, right? And a lot more convenient. Let me tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always like to compare Seoul and New York as like the Stranger Things upside down versions of each other. I, you know, like I think you probably know which one's the upside down, (laughs) but um, it's like people always uh, describe uh, Korea as like a fun hell and New York (laughs) or America is like a boring heaven (laughs) yeah but I guess probably not so much anymore these days yeah Yeah. I mean I heard the trains are pretty bad right now oh yeah actually like yesterday um like a lot of the subways were flooded in New York and I was just like reading up on it on Twitter and like looking at those photos and I was like I'm so glad I'm in LA yeah I do not miss hurricane season in the East yeah. Coast for sure. <laughs> I lived in uh, DC for a while, oh, okay. and our trains were on fire half the oh, time. No. So what? on fire, <laughs> yeah, our tracks literally like or the the line that I take to get into the city mm-hmm. is half the time is not really like whenever mm-hmm. it's down, it's because it's on fire. Yeah, I yeah. was waiting for a train outdoors one time, and like the tracks caught on fire. <laughs> And I, like, filmed it, and I put it on Twitter. I was like, MTA, like, do something. And all of the reactions were like, this is normal. Like, why are you freaking out? <laughs> like, oh, you're just, like, new new here. That is, like, uh, yeah, I, sometimes I don't get, like, I get that it makes you tough. But at the same time, wouldn't it be better if it was fixed? Yeah, wouldn't it be better if things just worked? Like, just an idea. <laughs> nah, yeah. Not in it's America. A char- <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, a, it's not a character flaw. It's a character, uh, what's the opposite of character flaw? It's a charm. Uh, it's a charm. Uh, work. Yeah, work. Work. yeah. So is there a moment in uh, your comics career where you thought, I finally made it? Uh, <laughs> I guess, like, this book, um, it was always, like, a dream of mine to, like, put out a book. And um, honestly, like, having done comics for such a long time now, I, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> um, I don't know how much longer I want to continue with the egg girl. Um, but I'm interested in um, other forms of storytelling, like through comics. Um, even though, uh, like this being like my first book, and 
um, like learning the everything about the publishing process and like how slow it is, but also like how frantic it can be at times. Um, like I've learned a lot, but I also kind of want to do another book. Like <laughs> I, it's kind of addicting now. We talk to authors about the whole publishing process mm-hmm. sometimes, and it seems like a lot of putting your trust in other people too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my agent told me that publishing is like the slowest industry in the world <laughs> and I, I believe her um just i think we got first got in contact about like two years ago wow. and it's just been such a long process and um like the book's maybe like a couple weeks out from release day and i just like can't wait for people to read it yeah it comes out uh august 7th yes so if you guys are looking to purchase it yeah. should be out by then are you doing anything special for the book release i'm not i'm just gonna (laughs) take it easy um like the thing that um kind of i'm i'm most worried about is um when i was making it i was like yeah like the new comics that i'm making for this book are like i think they're really good and funny (laughs) like um like i'm most motivated by fear and like i just it was three months of um planning and scheduling and like like I had a quota of like comics I needed to hit. And so I was like, I had to draw a comic like every day, like for three months. And um, uh, like, it was kind of, it's kind of sad, a little bit sad to me that I can't like post the book exclusive comics online. Cause I'm so used to like putting everything immediately online. Like that's like the fun of it. I think for me, like the instant gratification I get, um, which is the complete opposite of the uh, publishing. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's super weird to me to adjust to that, but um, I just, I really just want everyone to see it. <laughs> I'm so desperate. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And congratulations on the upcoming book launch. Thank you. Yeah. It's always exciting to, to see debuts. Mm-hmm. Is, yes. is, cause now, uh, writing, I guess like when you started doing comics, it was like for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Is it still fun now? Now that it's uh, like, it's now work. that it's like a job yeah. and like I need it to survive in New York. Um, you know, it's like when I'm doing it, like when I'm actually in the process of drawing it, I'm like, I hate this so much. Like I hate drawing. Like I don't I want to be doing something else. And then like when I look back on like the things that I've done, it's like, well, I'm glad I like made time for this. And, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I'm just glad that it's happened. <laughs> in your profile, it says that you're a fan of uh, 90s slow jams. I just right. wanted to ask, like out of curiosity, like are there some favorite jams? Um I um I like Boys to Men, <laughs> like nice. Janet Jackson. Um we my friends and I we have like a Google Docs um like a sheet of karaoke jams that we want to hit when we go. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, it hasn't been updated in a while, but we we do like to sing the slow jams when we're there. Yeah. Well, I mean the 90s aren't going to change, so yeah. I think you're pretty good. Yeah. Like these days I don't really listen to new music anymore. I just like I don't know what to listen to, so I just go back to the classics. <laughs> It's kind of sad that the 90s are classics now. I know. I don't know. Like early 2000s is. Yeah. is I mean, like it's coming back now. right now. It's, it's it's the nostalgia thing right now. It's like Boys to Men. Not Boys to Men. Backstreet Boys are coming back. Oh, yeah. Um, I really wanted to see them. <laughs> I'm actually going to go see Britney Spears. Oh, in Vegas? Week. Uh, no, in New York. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Any other thoughts about the book? I just want to say, like, I was really grateful when I was reading it because uh, 
like we we've read a lot of books uh, for this book club, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, like when it's about the immigrant experience, it's mm-hmm. very dark. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's very dark, and yeah. like it's it's really important for yeah. uh, to show like the struggle that mm-hmm. immigrants go go through, mm-hmm. and you did that, but mm-hmm. like in such a humorous way such as like you like forgetting korean and like your mom forcing you to write uh, diary entries right yeah um it's such a like difficult topic i think to talk about because everyone's experience is so different um but yeah like for me when i think back on our family's experience um i just remember like it was we were all like so much younger like my parents were like in their I don't know, like 30s or 40s. And um, like my brother, uh, he's like seven years older than me. So we have like quite a big age gap. And like, I just remember those times as being like when we were all like living together in one house, like now everyone's like separated and my brother has his own family now. But it's like when I think back on that, it's like, oh, like that's when we were the closest and we were, you know, like going to the grocery store to rent like VHS tapes, you know, like (laughs) of the Korean variety shows that we missed out on. Um, So yeah, it was like, I look back on it with a fondness, like almost like simpler times when we were like a little bit naive and totally, yeah, yeah. No, that's something that I think a lot of people can um, can relate to, especially the whole like empty nest thing, because it's been a while since I've had a dinner with my whole family mm-hmm. because we're all over the place now mm-hmm. too, and yeah, I think that's part of the the reason why. Like, um, did you watch? Uh, did you, Did you see the um, the bowel short? In front of yes. Yeah. And I think that's why that also hits Asian families mm-hmm. harder totally. or immigrant mm-hmm. families harder. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask really quick the title, Be Everything at Once. <laughs> <laughs> Was that because I haven't read the book yet? Is, is that a running through line or is that just a. I think it's a running through line. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I um, kind of meant it in with two meanings where it's about like the Korean American identity, like not really being sure like which one you should mm. identify with more or and also the other aspect where right now I'm trying to balance being like a reporter at the verge and also like being like a freelance illustrator right. and I've never like been comfortable um like jumping into being like a full-time artist is always something that I was never sure about like I uh there was like a point in high school where I was like oh should I go to art school um like I'd always been interested in art but like the breaking point for me was like I was in this like teen arts like program thing at like the local like museum and one of the girls like in my program I saw her like uh, steal like a thing of paint like from the museum <laughs> and like that just like really like rubbed me the wrong way and I was like oh is this, is this what art school is gonna be like just like a, a couple of punks <laughs> like running around and like just yeah I just it was kind of intimidating to me so I just like I majored in like the, I don't know, like the most open-ended major you can major in is like communications mm. and poli sci, and like I don't know how much that helped me with, you know, what I'm doing right now. But I'm so glad I like got to have that college experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't, I've always been like kind of scared to go with one thing. So like even right now, I'm, I want to like learn you know, as many other skills as I can and like kind of dive into, you know, other topics like beyond just, you know, cartooning about my egg girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was it was it difficult for you to like pick up journalism? Yeah, I'm still not quite really sure how I feel about it. Because um, right now I'm 
like a social media manager and I was like making videos and writing like in my free time and I was like oh maybe I should just try to like do this full time and it's uh, <laughs> it's scary to like put yourself out there especially in the world of YouTube um, but it's been interesting yeah yeah so uh, besides the book launch what's next mm, I, I don't know maybe just take it easy for a little bit and try to think of um, my next book idea yeah <laughs> yeah cool well, we've been talking to Dami Lee, the author and illustrator of Be Everything at Once. That'll be out August 7th. Yep. Yeah, pretty soon. Um, thank you so much for talking with us. Yes, thank you um, for having me. Excited to finally get the chance to read the book. <laughs> uh, thank you, Riva, for bringing sorry it. For, <laughs> sorry for hugging <laughs> um, Have a great Comic Con. Thank you. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you around, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see you out there. <laughs> All right. our interview with Dami Lee. I hope you enjoyed our chat. If you're listening to this podcast right now, today, the day it comes out, you can still catch Dami at Comic-Con. Uh, just check, um, search for the Chronicle Publishing booth. Um, but with that out of the way, um, next up, I'm actually hoping to get some audio at Comic-Con um, to share with you all. We might be doing some cross-posting with the collab cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Mar- Marvin's going to be doing a panel with, with uh, CB. I'm putting together a panel segment for the collabcast featuring CB Lee, Sarah Kuhn, and RF Kwong. See, see I heard about this yesterday when Marvin uh, messaged me about it, and I was like, "What do you mean? This is for the collabcast? They're all authors. <laughs> <laughs> They're all authors. Shouldn't it be like a books and boba <laughs> special?" But uh, you know, I'll leave it to Marvin. He is the producer of this podcast and of Collabcast. So I have many responsibilities, but I it's know. all part of the Potluck Podcast Collective. So you know, we can we can we can do some sharing. I don't know. I'm just saying Pot that we niche. are a niche, and you are not <laughs> taking advantage of that opportunity. <laughs> I was going to do some cross promotion. That was the that was the. I did buy I did buy RF Kwong's uh, The Poppy War because it was on sale recently mm. and I was like okay well it's it costs less than coffee at the <laughs> moment so I will buy it speaking of the Potluck Podcast Collective Books and Loba is a proud member of the Potluck Collective uh, if you want to check out other Asian American hosted podcasts between unique voices and stories from the Asian American community um, check out our website at www.podcastpotluck.com uh, where you can find other shows such as the Collabcast which will be the other podcast where I'll be doing comic related coverage uh, so check that out uh, special thanks also to Visual Communications this episode was recorded at the Potluck Podcast Studio located within the Visual Communications office here in Little Tokyo Los Angeles Visual Communications, of course, is a nonprofit organization that supports the voices of AAPI media artists who empower communities and challenge perspectives. Learn more about their programs, such as the Academy Award Qualifying Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival at vconline.org. And thank you to VC for giving us the space to record it. What else? Oh, yeah. Join a Goodreads group. Um, if you're new to Books and Boba, we do have a Goodreads group um, where we talk about book news. And about our uh, and where our members can share their thoughts about our monthly book club picks, whether it's this month's book, uh, last month's book, or last year's book. Um, you can come and tell us your thoughts, uh, especially those of you who are discovering us for the first time and going through our episodes. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, and please introduce yourselves in the introduction forum. 
And we also have a website. Yeah. Yeah, booksandboba.com. And uh, we are working We are working on posts. Sorry if um, we haven't been consistent on that, but we are trying. Uh, <laughs> we also have a post on there, uh, like, which are recommendations for summer reading. Yeah, Riva so. did a summer reads book list. Uh, it's a lot so of books. A lot and of good, good picks Summer is like halfway over, but... You have time. You have time to. You have time to read some of them. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening, and uh, I guess we'll see you all later. All right. Bye.